Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Susan Lopresti, and I am so grateful that you decided to join me here today. For those of you who don't know who I am, a holistic health coach, a Reiki and meditation practitioner, and my mission is to give women in midlife years the tools that are necessary to transition into this wonderful time of life easily and effortlessly so that they can continue to live long, happy, healthy, productive lives for many years to come. And I help women to stay healthy through many different healing modalities besides just the food on your plate. Health is holistic, and I like to get to the root cause of an illness instead of just putting a Band-Aid on the symptoms. And for today's topic to better health, we really need to look at how sleep impacts our health. Sleep is crucial for maintaining good health, a sharp mind, and balanced emotional health, as you will see as we go through this talk today. So let's get started and let's start talking first about what is a sleep disorder? A sleep disorder can be defined as changes in sleeping patterns or habits that negatively affect health. And common sleep problems include snoring, sleep apnea, insomnia, sleep deprivation, and also restless leg syndrome, just to name a few. So I want to start and look at stress and anxiety because that could also uh, cause sleep disturbances. Since sleep can affect hormone levels, mood, and even your weight, good sleep is crucial for staying healthy. And we want to be sure that we're getting enough sleep. The amount of sleep that a person needs depends on many different factors, including age. But most adults will need seven to nine hours of sleep for the best amount of sleep. Although some people may need as few as six hours, and there may be others who need 10 hours you know, of sleep a day. So it depends. It is individual, but you definitely want to be getting at least six hours of good quality sleep. And so according to the National Sleep Foundation, nearly half of all Americans report that inadequate sleep interferes with their daily activities at least once a week. As a general rule, if you feel drowsy during the day, even during boring activities, you haven't had enough sleep. So even if an activity is boring, you should not be like falling asleep because of it. You know, that clearly says that you haven't had enough sleep. And we need to know like, well, what are the consequences of too little sleep? Like, why is it so important? Not getting enough sleep can cause adverse health consequences, including memory problems, feeling depressed, a weakened immune system, also an increase in the perception of pain. So does any of this sound familiar to you? And let's look at what some of the common sleep conditions are. Insomnia is the first one I wanna talk about. It refers to the difficulty getting to sleep 
or staying asleep. And there were two types of insomnia, short-term insomnia and chronic. Short-term insomnia often occurs in the aftermath of a very stressful life event. It can also be brought on by a shift of work or also jet lag will definitely cause insomnia. If you experience non-restorative sleep, having difficulty falling asleep and maintaining sleep for at least one month, you may have chronic insomnia. And then there's sleep apnea. Sleep apnea, let me just, I'm sorry, I'm gonna turn my phone off. I didn't realize it was on. Sleep apnea is a severe yet frequent disorder related to an obstructed airway. Many sufferers experience choking or loud snoring as a result of your brain being deprived of oxygen. And that doesn't really sound so good, right? Up to 6% of adults are affected by sleep apnea. Its onset typically occurs later in life, but it can also affect children. Thankfully, there are a number of sleep aids that are available for those who are living with the condition. So it does become more manageable. And then there's restless leg syndrome. It's an uncontrollable urge or a desire to maneuver your legs while you're resting. So you may feel aching or tingling or burning. This is all very common with uh, restless leg syndrome. The next one is stress and anxiety. And sometimes no matter how tired we are, thoughts start running through our minds. And you know, a lot of times, as soon as we hit the pillow that we actually have a minute to think for ourselves, we go to like whatever happened during the day or whatever is bothering you. And this makes it very difficult to tell the difference between having trouble sleeping because you're anxious or being anxious because you can't sleep. So you're sort of caught in the middle with something like this. So stress and anxiety certainly affects your sleep patterns. And stress and anxiety can cause sleeping problems or worsen existing ones. But a lack of sleep can also create an anxiety disorder. So you really need to pay attention and put careful attention into getting good restful sleep. So we want to improve sleep hygiene, right? So that we could get that good restful sleep. Creating healthy sleep habits will go a long way to ensuring proper rest. And here are some tips that you can start using right away to help you to improve your sleep hygiene. And the first one is, and this can, you know, sometimes I get a little bit of pushback with this, but it's to stick to a sleep schedule. Try to go to sleep and wake up at the same time each night and morning, including the weekends. This helps to set your body's internal clock, and it just allows for a deeper, more restorative, restful sleep. Number two is exercise. Regular exercise helps to relieve the symptoms of insomnia by increasing the amount of deep restorative sleep that you get. 
Um, also, improve your environment. So create a comfy space for your bedroom. Make sure that your room is quiet, it's dark, and it's cool, right? You want to have nice sheets. You want to have high-quality sheets that are comfortable, that breathe. You want to be wearing um, natural fiber bed clothing that's loose and flowing and doesn't feel constricting in any way. You want to be sure that you have room darkening blinds or shades. So if the sun comes up in the morning through your window, you're not going to be jolted from that. And also street lights and noise if you live in the city area. So you want to wind down before bedtime. You want to give yourself time to relax before bed by doing some calming activities. And many people watch television to wind down, but they don't realize that the light from electronics can actually disrupt your melatonin levels. Instead, try reading a book or try taking some slow, deep breaths and practicing progressive muscle relaxation. If you're struggling to break the TV habit, then invest in a pair of blue light glasses. This will certainly help to block out that light that's going to make your, um, your pituitary gland think that you are in daylight. And so therefore it will not be releasing melatonin. And melatonin is the hormone that tells your body that it's time to relax and it's time to go to sleep. Nighttime is approaching because it's dark. But when we're constantly looking at our screens, our brain is not being informed that it's actually dark outside. So that has become a real issue with insomnia. So you want to learn how to get back to sleep. It's easy to stress about falling back to sleep when you wake before morning, like I know I used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning when I had a lot of things on my mind, I would wake up every day like clockwork, four o'clock, but I didn't have to get up until 6.30 at that time. And I would be like wrestling to go back to sleep for two hours. And sometimes to go back to sleep was worse than just staying up the whole time because then you really felt tired. So it's definitely a thing. And you need to try to combat this in any way you can. And so stress definitely is a contributor. So try reading until your eyes become heavy at night or doing a few, like I said, simple breathing exercises. If you struggle, get out of bed and just for a few minutes and maybe read outside of your bed or you know, get a glass of warm milk or something, whatever works for you, and then get back into bed. I always talk about different healing modalities. And today I want to stress about using essential oils when you're having difficulty sleeping. Essential oils is basically another healing modality that's a natural aid that, and as you can see, as I go through this presentation, that is very, very useful. And you may consider trying essential oils before you reach for an over-the-counter supplement to try to help you to have a good night's sleep. So essential oils can help. Now that we have a better understanding of common sleep disturbances, we can take a look at which essential oils can help to promote a better night's sleep. 
when used in combination with other practices that you know I've already discussed, essential oils can be beneficial in letting you get the rest that your body needs and deserves to have. So we want to get the most out of essential oils. And there are a lot of ways to use essential oils. And I'm just going to give you a few methods. You could dilute essential oils with a diffuser. So you buy a diffuser, you put water in it, you uh, put some drops of uh, essential oils to your preference. You plug it in and it diffuses and you get this beautiful mist in the air and you're getting this wonderful smell of whatever essential oil you included in your diffuser. You can mix a few drops of oil with Epsom salt to add to a warm bath, which is something that I absolutely love and highly recommend that you do. Try to do it on a daily basis, but if you can't do it every single night, as much as you can. It's a wonderful experience to relax in a warm bath with a lovely lavender smell, let's say, or bergamot or whatever is your aroma of choice and create this wonderful essence of an experience for you to allow your body to calm down, to prepare it for this wonderful process of sleep. You could also create a room or a linen spritz by adding a few drops to a water-filled spray bottle if you want to do that instead of a diffuser. For topical use, you can put either, you know, in where your skin is very thin, a lot of times on your wrist or here in your elbow crease or under your arms, but you want to be sure that you're diluting your oil with a carrier oil. Now, carrier oils help to deliver the essential oil and also to keep the essential oil from evaporating before it penetrates into your skin. Some essential oils are too strong in their pure form also. So you want to be sure that you know which you can put straight and which definitely need a carrier oil. And some great carrier oils to use would be coconut oil, or almond oil. They can be excellent delivery systems for massage into the forehead, the neck, the chest, the wrist, the hands, also your toes. Um, those are wonderful oils to use as the carrier oil. And then you, you could add a few drops of essential oils to a pot of boiling water and sit with your face over the pot. You could place a towel over your head to prevent the steam from escaping into the air. And this method is known as a facial steaming. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful for your skin. It's wonderful for your nasal passages. And just the aroma of it also is so wonderful. That's the benefits of aromatherapy. That's exactly what aromatherapy is all about. Only pure oils can be ingested. So please check the label before considering internal use of any essential oil and always ask me if you have any questions. Now, let's go over each recommended oil that I'm going to suggest for a restful sleep. So chamomile is a wonderful way to rest easy. 
Chamomile is a very popular oil for treating insomnia. It contains therapeutic properties that act as a sedative to relax the body and the mind. The sweet and comforting scent of chamomile can also be used as an effective sleep aid. In fact, research has also found that chamomile can help treat hysteria and lessen the frequency of nightmares. Furthermore, studies have also shown that chamomile is being effective in relieving stress and anxiety. <clears throat> So you may want to grab a paper and pen and write down some combinations that I'm going to recommend for you, but I'm also going to put some links in the notes so you could go back and you know do a little research for yourself as well. Try adding a few drops in the nighttime bath or mix with water to spritz on your pillow. So chamomile truly is a wonderful sleep tool that you to try to utilize. And then a crowd favorite, which it's my favorite, is lavender. Lavender essential oil is one of the most extensively studied and it is best known for its relaxing effect. No list would be complete without me mentioning lavender. And lavender has many benefits to it. So it's a calming effect on your nervous system. It lowers blood pressure, your heart rate, and skin temperature. It also changes um, brain waves to a more relaxed state. So lavender is extremely beneficial for aiding in sleep with people with insomnia. Plus, stress and anxiety can also be reduced with lavender, so it's win-win with lavender. And studies have been done using an EEG machine to measure brainwave activity during sleep, and results have shown significant changes during lavender aromatherapy consistent with its relaxing effects. So truly, there's science behind it as well for anyone who's listening right now who could be a little bit skeptical. Additionally, lavender is safe for use on skin, and it can be dabbed onto pressure points to help ease you into a restful night's sleep. Another favorite of mine is all the citrus essential oils, but I especially like bergamot essential oil. It's created from a hybrid fruit somewhere between a bitter orange and a lemon or a lime. And the use of bergamot to relieve tension and anxiety has been used in Italian folk medicine for thousands of years. And I'm going to give you a little bit of information about that with a link. Bergamot essential oil aromatherapy has been shown to reduce heart rate, blood pressure, and stress in five of six clinical trials. So there's a lot of evidence there really to back it up. It should also be noted that additional research has reported that bergamot could also reduce chronic pain. Apply a few drops to your feet before bedtime, diluting it with your favorite carrier oil, and that should help with some chronic pain. And then the next one I want to talk about, I want to ask you, have you ever smelled Lang Lang? Lang Lang essential oil is extracted from the flower of a tropical tree that's native to Indonesia. 
and it has a sweet floral aroma that has been shown to be relaxing and decreased blood pressure in many small studies. So Lang Lang, because of its sedative effect, is effective in reducing hypertension and helping alleviate stress and anxiety. This essential oil is best used in a diffuser or it can be mixed with a carrier oil to add a floral scent to your favorite moisturizer or also in your hair conditioner. You know, you could get creative and you could make your own natural beauty products and be using essential oils, which really do wonders for your skin. You just need to start doing some homework and finding out which ones are good for what. And you can certainly mix and play and it's a whole lot of fun and they're so healthy for you. So uh, the next one that I want to talk about is uh, clary sage and the medicinal qualities of clary sage. So clary sage is an essential oil that comes from the clary sage herb, which is closely related to the very common garden sage. And clary sage oil has been shown to have antidepressant effects and has been used medicinally for centuries. The scent offers a very fruity, flowery, and woodsy aroma with benefits that include antispermatic qualities, hormone regulating, which may be a cause of your insomnia, by the way, aids wound healing, and for an extra stress-relieving bath, Add a few drops of clary sage with a few drops of Roman chamomile to your bath water and experience that and let me know how you feel. Also, I want you to experience the joy of the mountains and marjoram has been valued for its calming properties for centuries. The Greeks and the Romans once knew it as a winter sweet or joy of the mountains oil. Not only can this oil be used in culinary dishes, but its warm herbaceous aroma is perfect for applying to the back of one's neck to lessen feelings of stress. It's also great uh, to diffuse, especially if you're trying to wind down at night. And then the next two, sandalwood and cedarwood, uh, which is one of the most expensive oils in the world, is known for its grounding, calming, and mood balancing properties. Cedarwood also has a grounding aroma, and it has also been shown to decrease heart rate and blood pressure and is useful in alleviating hypertension and anxiety, making it a superb sleep aid. So as you can see, we have many options besides just over-the-counter meds. And the next one that I want to talk about is frankincense and the power of frankincense. Frankincense oil is said to be useful for anxiety and depression. It helps to calm the mind. It helps with insomnia. 
And often it also helps with reducing pain. It's believed that the oil influences the nervous system by transmitting messages to the limbic system of the brain. And a study that was published in 2016 found that 64% of participants reported improved sleep using scents that included frankincense. Another study in Thailand reported the oil to reduce both pain and anxiety. And frankincense is used by either inhaling the oil or absorbing a diluted mixture through the skin. So you always need a carrier oil with frankincense. So keep that in mind. And it's also great for wrinkles and fine lines. So you may want to add frankincense to your favorite moisturizer or skin oil or whatever. It works wonderfully. And then there are a lot of uh, DIY techniques, do-it-yourself techniques. And I'm not going to give you all the combinations and the recipes that I have, but I'm going to give you some. But if you want, and I, I will also put um, some information in the notes, but if you want a full list of recipes, you can email me at susan at susanlopresti.com and I will email you the recipes of everything that I have written out. It's just too much for me to cover and, you know, start jot jotting down all the recipes. So, um, with that in mind, I'm going to give you just a couple. So if you wanted to make a moisturizer, let's say, okay, um, you can combine one cup of coconut oil. So write this down if you're interested. One cup each of shea butter and pure aloe. One tablespoon of almond oil and 30 drops of your favorite essential oil, whatever that is, or a combination of one or two. And then what you're going to do is you're going to melt the coconut oil, the shea butter, the aloe, and the almond oil before adding the essential oils. And once they're all melted down, then you can add the essential oil, how much that you want, and you want to mix it up and then firm that mixture in the refrigerator and store it at room temperature, or you could keep it in the refrigerator. And then you just get the oil and you put it on your body. You could also purchase empty bottles to create your own personal blends. And you could ask me for any kind of recommendations, but I'm going to give you a couple of tips here. So for some sleep blends that you may want to incorporate. So maybe you just don't want to use chamomile or lavender. Maybe you want to put some blends together. So I have a couple of combinations. They can provide a more effective solution. You can purchase blended oils or you can create your own. Now, the thing is that purchasing oil separately has its benefits and it allows you to create blends specific to your needs. So that's why like a blended oil, you now you're stuck with all those oils being together. But when you buy them separate, you could use one oil for something else. Like you have more variation and more um, uh, options.
to use. So, you know, you want to think about that. But you can blend any of the oils discussed for a more potent sleep aid. And I'm going to just give you a couple of popular mixtures that I have recommended to my clients that they really like. And it's a one-to-one -one ratio. So uh, here's a great combination, lavender, lang lang, chamomile, and sandalwood. So, you know, it's one, every, everyone is one drop to one drop to one drop to one drop. And then how many you want to put in a little bottle and create your own little mixture. Lavender, chamomile, and clary sage is another great combination. Um, lavender, frankincense, chamomile, bergamot, and cedarwood. That's another wonderful uh, combination. And so let's look at um, restless leg syndrome, because that's a little bit of a different one. And I don't know how many of you that are watching have this condition, but it's very serious because it really disrupts your sleep and sleep is so important for our health. So you can see how it's like a cascade effect. One thing affects the other. So the blend that I'm going to give you, it was created by the Hippie Homemaker. And it's ideal for those experiencing restless leg syndrome or any other nerve conditions. So basically, if you want to write this down, it's 75 drops of lavender essential oil, 45 drops of margarine, 30 drops of Roman chamomile, 30 drops of bergamot, six drops of Lang Lang, and six drops of valerian or cedar essential oils. Now, the essential oils usually come, like a high quality essential oil, will come with a, a plastic on top so that it allows the um, oils to come out one drop at a time. And, you know, so you don't have to be exact that it's 75 drops. It could be 77. Like it's not going to make a world of difference, but this is just to give you an idea. So you want to combine the oils that I just mentioned above any of them in a 15 milliliter amber glass bottle and store it in a dry, cool place. And the reason for that is otherwise when the light hits it, it changes the composition of it in a way. So that's why when you buy essential oils, if they don't come in a dark glass bottle, they're really not a high quality oil. So let me know how all of this works out for you. I just want to give you one other sleep blend that happens to be a favorite of mine as well. And I was just looking to make sure that I had it here. It's three drops of patchouli oil, which is one of my favorites. Two drops of wild sweet orange essential oil and two drops of frankincense essential oil. And if you email me, I will send them to you in an email. My email again is susan at susanlopresti.com. And again, I want to thank you so much 
for spending your valuable time with me here today. And what I truly hope is that the presentations that I've been presenting on here for you, I hope that they've been valuable and you're getting a lot out of my talks and you're really finding that they're making a difference in how you look and you feel. So please, if you're enjoying my presentations, please be sure to follow me. I would really, really appreciate that. It helps me to get more exposure to more people so that I can help them to improve their health and wellness as well. So again, thank you so much for joining me. Please, if you want any of these recipes or any clarification at all about anything that I talked about here today, please don't hesitate. Reach me at Susan at susanlopresti.com. You could also go to my website, www.susanlopresti.com. Thank you. I so appreciate you for being here. Until the next time, be well, stay happy. Bye for now.